0: Hi, I'm Alex L. and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. (laughs) I love that so much. Hi, Tika. How are you today? Oh, I am. You know what? I'm
1: good. I just, you know, you know, life, you just rushing all around. I just spent 14 days in quarantine in Canada. So I've had time just for me. And then I had to go face the real world again today. So it was just kind of like, Oh my God. Okay. How do I maintain my peace and sanity (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I
0: had in the house? So, but I'm happy that I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel you so much. And I want to dive into this conversation around like self-care and finding our peace and all of that beautiful stuff. But before we get started, please Uh let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. Sure. my name is
1: Tika Sumter, and I'm an actress producer, and I, you know, I've been on TV for a while now, but you could see me in things like Gossip Girl or Dish on ABC, Nobody's Fool or Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and then um, yeah, so that's what I do and and then I also produce and, yeah,
0: and I'm a mommy. And you're a mommy. <laughs> so of course, I want to kick the conversation off with being in Hollywood as a mother, as a Black woman, so many different layers. And mm-hmm. during the pandemic and what that has taught you about your self-care practice. Oh, huh.
1: being, it's crazy because there's like two, you know, edges to this sword of like, you know, mommy's always out working. And so I sometimes felt guilty not always being there to pick up my daughter Ella from school or not always being there. Or I do my podcast on Saturdays and she has piano on Saturdays. So her dad goes. And so he was kind of like really holding space for both of us, for Ella, for a lot. And- I felt guilty on that end. So when the pandemic hit and they were like, you have to stay inside with your, you know, your family, I was like, oh my God, this is cool. (laughs) Like I have the most time, I've never spent this amount of time with my daughter and my fiance, Nick. And it was amazing in the beginning, you know, you're just like spending all your time. But then on the other end, you're just like, I don't have anything else for you like seriously mm. like what are we gonna what are we going to do today mom it's like i don't know what you're going to do but i'm going to not do anything but, and it was hard at times you know just trying to you know make sure you held space for them and your family, but you also were able to just get away in your own home. And, and so, you know, it was definitely a dynamic of like that push and pull of like, God, I'm excited to be with my daughter, but God, I love to work and be out as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was that, you know, juxtaposition of like fighting two people and being okay, that I can want both things and not feel guilty about it. So it was definitely a dynamic that was very eye opening.
0: Mm, that's such a good point. And I think so many folks who are caretakers, mothers, parents will be able to resonate with that because it is so true. The pandemic kind of it almost gives you this. I won't speak for everyone, but for me, it's with three kids at home and a husband and working from home. It's just like, wow, like there is not enough stuff to do. And <laughs> I remember reading this article, I forget where, but the founder of Spanx was saying, let your kids be bored. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa because yep. i was having that same guilt of am i doing enough am i entertaining enough am i teaching enough am i and it's just like yep. but It's okay to be bored. Like, it's okay to be a little bored. It's okay to just go out on the deck and like have nothing to do and color. And, you know, we don't have to have these structured activities. And I was just feeling really bad at parenting. I don't know if you felt that way during the pandemic, but me and my husband were like burnt out. Just like, are we doing this right or are we not? And I think a lot of different folks at home with young ones and Zoom school and everything else, activities, all of that are kind of just like, okay, we're, we're just going along right now. We'll figure it out along the way. Well, I was just thinking about this and I was talking about this with some
1: friends of mine and I'm like, your kid does not need to be engaged 24 seven. Like they just don't. And I don't even Mm. think it's good for them to Mm. be honest. And we were thinking, I was like, well, what did my mom barely played with me? Like, I don't even remember her playing with me. I literally, and obviously we couldn't go outside, but I went outside until the lights went on and I had, and she had to call me inside and then I took Mm. a bath and I went to bed or played with my brother, but it was never like her, you know, what? her necessity was like provide and she needed to sleep and she was a single mom for a while. Mm. But like on the other end, she never, I never felt like for her that there was a, necess- a necessity to be like, okay, so what are we doing today? Did you do math? Did you do, you know, did you do all these things that we think we have to have our kids embody and be prepared for the world? Well, yes, some of those things are true, right? Mm. But like on the other end, I just feel like we've come to this, I don't know, we've come to this weird place of like, we have to have our kids doing something all the time. And if they're not, then they're not, they're going to be behind in some way. And mm-hmm. I just think that's a big lie. So what I'm, I'm learning is to say no to my child when she's like, mom, do you want to play Barbies with me? I'm like, no, I really don't. So you enjoy yourself, but also it's okay if you don't feel like it sometimes, you know, and, or give yourself 20 minutes or 15 minutes, you know, cause that can go on for years, for years, for years. <laughs> so yeah, I've just learned to say, you know, I, I just, I'm not in it right now.
0: And I'm glad that you said that because I think that's going to make a lot of parents feel seen because it's hard. Like I, again, I was reading something like, oh, my gosh, during the thick of the (laughs) pandemic, I was like, I need all the articles. Like, what the heck? I need to figure out, like, am I am I am I like traumatizing my kids? Like, I have to figure something out. Is this boredom going to traumatize them? Of course it's not. Right. But (laughs) this expert was saying independent play is so important. And you play for 10 or 15 minutes and then you say, okay, mommy, daddy, grandma, whomever, has to go do this now. It's time for you to play yes. by yourself. And I was like, "Yo, that's it." I started doing that. And my 3-year-old is very bossy. So when you play with her, you're really not even playing with her. You're watching her play. My oh, child
1: yeah. tells me what to say. For yes. she's like, "Okay, now say this." Okay, <laughs> now I'm like, "Girl, let me have my own
0: thought." Like <laughs> so I understand that strong little child. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. So you mentioned to like really enjoying your autonomy as a woman and as an actress in your career and everything else that you're doing, the podcast producing, what are you learning about self-advocacy being a black woman in Hollywood and Mm. bringing your tools, your self-care tools, your mental health tools to the table as you are in this career, in the limelight, in front of people? Oh, what am I bringing
1: tools? You know, uh... What I've learned for me, like, so I've been quarantining by myself um, in Vancouver right now for 14 days. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is I've just learned so much about my body, how it works. Um, I just had no noise to kind of come in and like with no child, no fiance, nobody coming in and just kind of invading in the space and not invading in a bad way. Just, I I just Mm -hmm. had time. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I've really learned how to be quiet, you know, obviously, like, there's just this silence that I need in order to understand exactly what I want. And but it's also given me time to really be clear, you know, on what my goals are, and not just goals, but like what I want out of life, right. And so with that, it's just like, I just don't have time for nonsense. And Mm. I don't have time to kind of say what I want in meetings Mm. or kind of not mean what I say. It's just, I'm very clear. I've just gotten so clear on what my purpose is Here, you know, what Mm. my goals are for myself, for my family, right? And so in Hollywood, you know, there's this whole dance that you do where you, well, you got to say it this way to this person and you got to kind of not, you know, be show your aggressiveness as if that's a bad thing, Mm -hmm. right? Or I don't know, there's just all these things, these dances that you have to do. And I've just stopped doing them. And literally, Mm. I have people like literally laughing in meetings because I'm just so. Clear, and I'm just not like, I'm like, look, if, if you don't want to do this, it's fine. Like, and they just start laughing, like, oh my God, like, what? Or <laughs> it's like, everybody's like, how are you doing today? I'm like, uh eh, you know, not the greatest, but we're all here. You know what mm. I mean? And like, people start, and it kind of allows people to be their full selves rather than mm. acting like everything is always great. You don't have to dance around if you don't want to pitch, you know what I mean? If you don't want to buy a pitch or a a show that I've just pitched you or a movie, like we don't need to do all those things. We can just be very clear on where we stand. And I just, for my own self care, it's like, I just don't want to chase anymore. Like I'm just Mm. not going to do it. And Mm. I feel like that's what God has told me, like, you don't have to chase. It will come to you. You obviously put the work in, but like, just be very clear on on what you want. And, And that's what, I don't know know, that's kind of the tools I've been blessed with also, because I just feel like my mom was always so honest, you know, Mm. and we would all laugh at her honesty, like, Oh, my God, who says that? (laughs) But that's why people love her, because she's so super honest. And I think I've gotten that. And people Mm. literally laugh at me all the time, because I'm just like, what,
0: you know, saying the
1: things that nobody else wants to say. And it just freed me from acting,
0: literally. Oh my gosh, there's so much there. That emotional clarity, that directness and it being okay and not having to chase. Like when you said that, I was like, that like hooked me in. And I want to talk a little bit more about releasing the need to chase And being able to show up authentically so that we can stand in our power, because that's exactly what you just said. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. I'm no longer chasing and I can be direct and we can all make space for each other to show up authentically. So how do those things link together for you as you move through the world and all your different, you know, mother, career woman wife, all of these things, how do those play a role in the stepping stones and how you show up in your life authentically?
1: Well, you know, how do they play a role? I mean, I think they all kind of interchange, you know, I think, I don't think it's ever you know, just one thing. I think, you know, I think as we, you know, show our many different faces to mm-hmm. many different people in the world, I just think they come through. But the one thing that consistently shows up is honesty for me, like mm. complete and utter honesty, even it's I think it's as simple as you know, like you're, you know, and, and and you can be polite and respectful in all the ways. But like, you know, when you're just like, somebody's talking and talking to you and talking to you, and you're just you just not, your energy is so low that you're, even if you're just hungry, right. And you're like, I just don't, have it in me I think showing up and saying either you know I don't know how everybody else does it but saying I just need a moment right now Mm -hmm. do you mind if we don't talk right Mm -hmm. do you mind if there's just silence right now it's just a simple 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 things I don't think it's sometimes like these big dramatic swings of like we exert so much energy especially black women throughout the day right by we we usually have to serve others and tend to other people's needs and that's including in the workplace right sometimes Mm -hmm. and And I just think if we're able to be as honest and kind with it as possible, I think honesty will always kind of win, right? And obviously, you have to figure out how that works for you. I don't know if this is totally answering your question. But for me, that's the one thing that shows up through the variation of all those links that you talked about. Yeah, I I hope that answered it sort of.
0: Oh, you did. Totally. And I love all the moving parts and honesty being the root, right? Honesty being the root of the moving parts, because it's true. We have to start speaking up, showing up to speak up, even if that is in the most simple ways, like, hey, I just need a moment. It links back to what you said earlier about you being comfortable enough to say that. And then that gives other people a permission slip to move through the relationship in that way as well, professional or personal.
1: Exactly. Because I think sometimes the other, you might be releasing the other person from thinking that they have to have stuff to say or they have to fill the air. You know what I mean? But you just might be releasing that person from feeling that they have to put on an act, right? And they don't. And so, but I feel like every time you speak your truth, like it, it just... I feel like obviously, you know, not in a, in a, in a crazy way, like, don't be rude. But like, I just think when you listen to your body, when mm. your body is shouting from the rooftops, I can't, I'm done no more. And, and I'm talking about even sometimes in just the simplest ways, shouting from the rooftops, you got to honor that. And when you don't, that's when you snap. That's when you're a bitch. That's when you're all the things that people, the negative that
0: happens when you're not honoring that. Mm. There's so much there. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Okay. So, shifting gears a little bit before we go, I want to talk about the power of outgrowing. I've been thinking a lot about that and the beauty in it, the challenges, the grief, right? And how we pay attention to what we're carrying and what we're releasing. So, as we look back at the past year, we've all been going through this pandemic together, the racial uprisings, just everything in between. What are you releasing to receive? In your life?
1: I am releasing the things and the people who have not made an effort to want to be part of my life in the sense of like, not even effort. I, I'll take that back. I'm releasing the validation of others, period, mm-hmm. right? I'm releasing walking in a room and not chasing anybody, right? I'm releasing, it's okay to that the most popular person in the room is not looking for you you know what i mean like i'm releasing the most popular person on social media not whatever giving you validation within you know likes or whatever that stuff i remember one time i was at this hollywood party this big hollywood party with my friend and somebody in the, at that party made me feel so small Mm -hmm. That I went to the corner and just started bawling. And my friend was like, I was like, did you see? She goes, I saw everything. And I don't know what that is. And then this, it's almost like this cover came over me and said, Tika, don't you dare chase one more person. You don't need the validation. They'll see you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They'll see you. They're going to see you. But sometimes you're not meant for everybody's presence. You're just not. And, and that's okay because I feel like God will move you where you need to be if you just let it be. And so for me, it's releasing validation. It's releasing even stuff, you know, like you just don't need certain things to make whatever you want in life, say things, certain things you want, fine, if that's what you really want. But I think sometimes a lot of stuff that we work for or that we sometimes want in our lives is to show everybody how great we're doing. And I just, I don't know. It's like, especially now more than ever, I feel like that stuff is if you don't have health, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. But like you gotta really again go back to honesty and and ask yourself, what are what are those things for? Are they for
0: you or are they for them? Wow. Yeah. So my last question before we wrap up officially, if you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her? I would teach her that
1: she is worthy of everything that's coming to her, that Mm -hmm. her spark and her joy and her laugh to never make it small so that other people feel good about themselves to be herself fully, even when um, others question her, her choices that be still and know that I am God. Like I really, I, I just, I would teach her just to be still and keep working hard and to know that <laughs> some things are going to work out and just some things are not. Mm. But you're going to be okay. Girl, you are going to be okay.
0: Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC Zone Kokai.